0: Hello, everybody, welcome! This is Corona Conversations. I'm Caleb.
1: And I'm Anna. <laughs> you sounded so disgusting. And today we are reviewing a new episode! Woo!
0: Yes, Islands Apart. Islands Apart is the 11th episode of the third season, and it is the 59th episode overall. 59 episodes of Tango we have watched. I was going to say we have reviewed, but actually we started in season two, so.
1: I want to go and calculate how many minutes that is, because I guess they're not all 22 minutes. There are a couple like hour-long specials and stuff in there, so.
0: After we wrap up the show and finish with season three, should we go back and review season one to keep the pod going?
1: Mm, well, that is something to consider. We'll have to think about it.
0: I'm I'm sensing a little I'm sensing some hesitation here.
1: <laughs> well, I'm not I'm not sure how I'd feel about like going back to the beginning after you've watched the ending. But we we shall discuss it.
0: Then we'll see all the the little hints and. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, that's something to think about. Uh, right, tweet us, uh, email us. What do yes. you think about that? Would you want to, at this point, hear reviews of season one, or would that just be, you know, too little, too little? Yeah.
1: Late? Leave, it up, leave it up to our listening audience out there. And I'm ready, I'm ready,
0: I'm ready. Ready as Back to Islands Apart, it was written by Leanna Dindall and storyboarded by Jerry Yu-Ching, Ben Choi, and Anthony Mazzota, and it was directed by Philip Pignotti. After receiving a message from Owl, Rapunzel and Eugene travel back to the island of the Lorbes where they reconnect with the captain of the guards and discover that he's made an interesting new um, friend.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes, he has. I sort of thought Owl was gonna have bigger um, part in the episode since it kind of mentioned him in the summary, but he really wasn't like doing much.
0: I was a little suspicious of him at first because he can't talk. And so it was a little unclear what he wanted them to do and where he was leading them at first. And then like when they first get there and Eugene or Rapunzel, I forget who is like, this must be why Owl wanted mm-hmm. us to come. Then it cuts to Owl and he kind of has these weird big eyes just staring. I'm like, hmm, is there something more going on here? But I, I guess there wasn't. He was just being a good a good owl and looking out for the captain, which I I guess he left Cass and is now the captain's
1: he's, associate. He's an owl, of course he has big eyes. What are you talking about? <laughs>
0: <laughs> they were bigger than
1: usual. I don't think so. Um,
0: well, he just looked suspicious. Okay, he was one suspicious fowl.
1: I didn't think the captain looked like himself in this episode. I did not recognize him. I guess it was out of uniform, and he looked younger, and his beard was fuller. I just, I did not recognize him like at all. Basically,
0: yeah. it's amazing what some time on the Lorob Island will do to your facial. Features, you know.
1: Yeah, and I'm also mad we went back to the Lorb Island because I, (laughs) we were on there too long, and I was, kind of, a little angsty, about having to go back there because I do not like the Lorbs. I I do not remember them treating (laughs) Rapunzel as or Eugene as like a pet. I that joke just got really weird, and I. It's just so weird that they like make up this language that kind of sounds like a German, but n- it's just strange. I'm not a fan. What do they call the humans, Flutterflufin or something? Yeah, I don't even know. I was not about that.
0: <laughs> I didn't really remember too much about the island because that happened in season two, didn't it?
1: Yeah. I still yeah I
0: which at this point it's probably been over a year or so
1: yeah I just didn't care for going back there I guess but I was not expecting the all the cast drama that went down so I mean that was important and it was kind of crazy that the captain found her and then just like gave up after one meeting <laughs> I felt like that was really sad
0: Oh, are we we jumping ahead? Are we going to the the big
1: reveal that they met right up front, huh? I mean, this is a summary, like a review. Spoiler alert!
0: (laughs) Well, normally we kind of go in order, but okay, yeah. Yeah, so about, well, toward the end of the episode, I guess, the captain reveals that he feels like this is his only chance to reconnect with Cass because he already tried to in the present he had been looking for them for months after they went on their road trip, and apparently he heard from someone that Cat Ka- or that Raps mm-hmm. and Eugene were back in Corona, but that Cass had decided to take, had make or decided to make alternative plans, and so apparently he tracked her down to the maze.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and
0: which I kind of forget exactly where that is in the timeline, mm-hmm. but. Isn't that pretty close to the castle?
1: I can't really remember.
0: Not the castle, but to the, 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 the dark yeah, region, s- the dark castle, or whatever. I think
1: so. But I was kind of confused. So after he found Cass, did he go look? Like, how did he get to the Lorb Island? Because he already found Cass, and she was not on the Lorb Island. And he already knew that Rapunzel was, like, back in Corona. So, why did he go to the Lord Island in the first place? Yeah, I
0: was a little confused on the overall chronology <laughs> or chrono- chron crone chronologic order, or whatever I guess he after meeting with Cass and he doesn't i mean he doesn't to be fair, he doesn't really approach the meeting with her very well. He just kind of orders her to stop and doesn't appeal to her um on a yeah. personal level really.
1: And I'm also confused about why... He's
0: just like, I'm the captain, I order you to stop.
1: Yeah, and I'm also confused about why she said, you kept my mom a secret. How, he probably just never talked about her, but she was definitely at an age where she would remember who her mom was and that her mom went to jail. So I don't know why she was pretending not to know that.
0: Well, I mean, we know she was four when she got taken from her, so I think um, that it's safe to say she might not remember her.
1: Well, she definitely remember, remember, remember a traumatic event around it. So. Mm,
0: did she, though?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Children remember very traumatic events.
0: I'm, I'm Okay. Well, she was four when she got separated, and so I think it's safe to say that she didn't remember much, and what she did remember, she just kind of buried. But I disagree what I was thinking about the captain was true. I I think when it first got brought up that the captain rescued her, I think you said something like, oh, the captain probably didn't know Gothel ran away before they found her, but it looks like the captain did know that she was Gothel's daughter all along, and he never informed Rapunzel or Eugene or Cassandra about this. Pretty important information.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was So
0: I'm not sure strange. what to think about him after that. You'd think that... The princess's handmaiden was the daughter of the witch who kidnapped her, might be relevant information to bring up. I wonder if the king and queen even know.
1: Oh yeah, that brings up a good point. And that was kind of a sweet scene speaking of the king and queen at the beginning where Rapunzel was like going through like a scrapbook or something with him.
0: Mhm. I liked when the king and Eugene had that picture where they stole the royal seal.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Those seals.
0: <laughs> they got to bond. <laughs> it was a little funny, though, because then the king was saying to Raps, like, oh, throughout this entire ordeal, you've never strayed from our side. And I was like, what? We, have like, n- haven't seen you at all in the past few episodes. <laughs> She's been going on all kinds of adventures without you, buddy.
1: Oh, I hadn't thought about that. I mean, but she didn't, like, leave the kingdom or anything, so, well... Uh huh, we shouldn't go too far.
0: I mean, I guess, but it was still kind of a weird thing to say after him being gone for so long, from so many episodes.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Which really makes me wonder about the. I think the whole timeline of this season has just felt really strange to me. What with we now find out that Cassandra has been gone for months, so they've been back in Krona for months now, and what has Cass been doing for literal months? just hanging out with the blue girl, camping, you know, for months now, apparently.
1: Well, we saw at the end that they were looking to get back to the Great Tree because they wanted to get those incantations, but then Cass is like, we don't need those incantations because the scroll is put back together now, and the blue girl didn't know that. So I guess she's not omniscient or anything.
0: But I... you think that would have... you?
1: That really makes me think I just wanna know. Like you... more than ever that she was like a ghost that has come back to life and then the past, you know, it wasn't put together. I don't know. I really I hope it was like a former host of the Moonstone. That's what I'm thinking.
0: But if Cass and this blue girl have been planning this for months, you'd think that the scroll would have come up before.
1: No, they were they were just working on Cass like and her power and getting out of the ditch and all that jazz for a while.
0: I'm just so confused about the timeline.
1: Yeah, I think that's the main thing. And, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I was, this episode was interesting. Like, most of it was just, I don't I don't know how to feel. Like, there were some funny lines. Like, I thought the line was really funny that Rapunzel said when she was, like, trying to find out if the little cast was going to do anything bad, and she thought that, She was going to push the captain off the cliff, and then she goes, No, stop. You can't um, fly the kite without me. Kites are like lanterns' cousins.
0: That was was really weird. (laughs) Yeah, that was cute. She does love her lanterns. Speaking of some funny lines I liked, um, when Eugene said, It's not my fault my face is perfectly suited to a goatee.
1: Oh, Yeah, and then I like the line where he and Owl are looking for any, like, lore literature regarding, like, like, mini castes appearing or something. And he's like, yes, it is possible. I've missed it. Have you seen how tiny this writing is? <laughs> I was thinking they should have Pascal read it for them because he's more of the size of the books. Well,
0: he can't talk, so that probably wouldn't work. But Eugene and Owl.
1: But Rapunzel knows what he's saying.
0: Does she, though?
1: Well, Owl can't talk, and Eugene seemed to understand Owl. Well, Owl so. can
0: make relatively human motions with his big wing arms. And But speaking of Eugene and Owl, I really liked them being together because everyone has an animal sidekick except Eugene, and so Owl getting to shadow him for this episode was kind of fun, and it made me want Owl and Eugene to team up in the future.
1: Well... The crow is kind of Eugene's sidekick.
0: No, that's his dad's sidekick. I think Owl and Eugene make a good pair.
1: Where did his dad go?
0: His back at the Black Dark Kingdom.
1: But they never showed him going back. I thought that he was going to hang out a while. Because he was lonely, <laughs> just talking to his crow.
0: Well, they never showed Cassandra <laughs> traveling for months, and they never showed where the parents were all that time either, so...
1: Well, now he's going to recess back into his prim- more primitive self who just talked out loud all the time, even his thoughts. Yeah. He was getting better. That's
0: that. what we love about him.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. And then it was interesting when all the castes like started to appear and then like the the blue Moonstone cast appeared. And I was I was kind of confused as if she was like actually like real cast like, had shown up, or if she was, like, still a fake Cass, because there was only, like, one kind of hologram, I guess, of her, but then everyone else had multiple, so I was just kind of confused about if she was real or not, and it was freaking me out. Yeah.
0: I liked how Rapunzel was like, you're not, you're a fake or something, and then she's like, that's what what I don't like about you, Rapunzel, you've never taken me seriously.
1: Oh, I guess I missed that line.
0: I think this episode kind of helped me understand Cass's motivations a little more. How? especially her and her dad's run in helped me understand what she's feeling. I don't it's not so much that Rapunzel stole opportunities from her, I don't think. It's more that so all her life there's been this huge secret about her past and I think that's really is kind of the driving force because all her life she thought she knew who she was and now There was this big secret that everyone else knew except her apparently, and so she kind of can't trust. If she can't trust her father who raised her, then then she can't trust Rapunzel because Rapunzel was like her, who she should have been because her mom. Rapunzel didn't know the secret. Rapunzel, and then her dad knew the truth, and it's just this confusing mess, and she's just not sure how to feel about it all.
1: Well, I guess you're more empathetic than I am. (laughs) I still can't sympathize with her.
0: <laughs> Not at all. And I mean, also, also what helped me understand her more was, was the fact that that line that you might have missed, where she was like, you've never taken me seriously. And it just brought back all the times when Rapunzel doubted her judgment or thought that she knew better, or that Adira knew better, or that Eugene knew better. And so she's always been overruled her whole life by her dad, by Rapunzel, by Gothel.
1: But Rapunzel has too. Remember that whole song, Mother Knows Best?
0: Well, yeah, that's why, you know, Cassandra's going to eventually get over and come to terms with the fact that she and Rapunzel are both victims. And they're going to, you know, get some shared sisterhood in that experience. And (laughs) it's going to be nice. But first, they're going to have to duke it out. But after fighting so many castes at once, I was thinking the real cast battling her is going to be a piece of cake.
1: But the the fake casts didn't have all the same powers. I don't think as the actual. Oh well, yeah,
0: but there's like two hundred of them. she didn't have the blue girl. So I think this was a good warm up.
1: Yeah, probably a good warm up. Probably a good warm up.
0: I liked um, when Rapunzel was telling Eugene their battle plan, and she was like, "I'll take the hundred on the left. You take the hundred on the right." It was interesting to see all the different iterations of
1: casts. Yeah, I thought. The captain was gonna be more torn up about Cass like betraying Corona. But he he didn't seem like honestly that upset about her betraying Corona. He just said, Why did you leave the princess or something like that? Yeah, it was kind of
0: odd, um his I mean his meeting with older cast was so brief yeah he didn't even talk to Raps or Eugene before that he just heard through the grapevine what had happened yeah so that's why I think he did not handle that meeting very well he should have gone in and been like
1: hey honey
0: I'm your dad I love you what's (laughs) going on let's talk about it
1: I'm your grandma And maybe
0: she wouldn't have trapped him in that rubble Which, I was wondering how he got out of that rubble, because she just leaves him, like, trapped. Those giant stones are blocking his way, and the next thing we know, he's on that island with the Lorbs. Maybe the Lorbs rescued him.
1: No, there was, like, a big hole, like, that he could look out of to see Cass escaping, so he probably just wedged his sword in one of the rocks and pushed it aside.
0: Well, it was just for his For some leverage.
1: They didn't look like they were sitting there that hard. I mean, he's a buff guard, so...
0: Well, I feel like Cass would have, you know, she wouldn't have just let him escape like that. Yeah, she
1: would. She wasn't really trying to kill him. She was just trying to detain him.
0: Oh, so you're saying she's not bad. You do have empathy for her.
1: No, I'm not. How? Just because she wouldn't kill someone doesn't mean I have empathy for her. I was saying she still has empathy for her dad. (laughs) Okay, okay. I, I gotcha. And she also just was and too... And
0: tearing up about thinking about Cass, guys.
1: She was also too sloppy to finish the job. She was in a hurry. She was on a mission.
0: We have to make the next campsite by nightfall. <laughs> Go, Cassandra, <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Maybe Maybe Cass has to carry the little blue girl so she's enough to walk and get tired.
0: <laughs> I thought it was interesting... It was interesting that when he confronted Cass, the blue girl was not there. So I wonder if only Cass can see her.
1: I didn't think about that that's good and i guess cass wouldn't carry the blue girl because the blue girl doesn't really walk she floats but anyway
0: she can carry us around her back like yoda and luke yeah <laughs> swing from that hairy vine i can be your backpack while you climb
1: i still like bushes of love better
0: um and speaking of the different iterations of cassandra i'm glad that her bird form came back
1: <laughs> I'd forgotten about that Just because it was that. funny to
0: see a bird Cassandra attacking them
1: Oh yeah
0: It brought back memories of Rapunzel and Cassandra's song The View from Up Here I think it was the first time Or one of the first times that yeah. Cassandra had sang And I think it was probably the song she sang the most in Until her big solo and
1: Oh yeah I really
0: like that song The episode was a little weird But I do like that song That was song such a lot, strange so episode Brought back good memories of that for me Yeah and from up here, the world seems so small, and suddenly life is so clear. Oh, that'd be cool if they did a reprise of that when they get back together. I
1: don't think they'd choose to reprise that specific song, but you never know, never know. You can always hope.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, it'd be, it'd be kind of funny. They're, they're like about to fight each other to the death, and then Rapunzel's like, Cassandra, all we've been through, remember when we became birds together? <laughs> And then they Cass is going to
1: be like, actually, I tried to forget that. So I hate that you brought it up again.
0: <laughs> yeah. I like how um, when they first get there, they're not sure what little baby four-year-old Cass is. And I love how creepy it is. The show gets creepy sometimes. Like the demon episode, Yeah. this episode. I'm a big horror fan. So I love when they lean into the creepier side of things. I... Like, She doesn't have a shadow and she has that weird neck turn to look at Cass I legit that. thought
1: that Baby Cass was going to try and do, like, a serial killer.
0: <laughs> I was, I was, I was <laughs> And that would be a little dark for the show, but it was definitely, Rapunzel was thinking that.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Speaking of Rapunzel and Cass, one thing I would have liked to have seen is Rapunzel kind of trying to interrogate Baby Cass about what, like what she's doing now in the present because Rapunzel never got to know Cass at that age. So I would think Rapunzel would be kind of getting to know baby Cass and it'd be interesting if she, she doesn't really ever interact with her in this episode. She just kind of is afraid of her and tries to get her out of the way, but she never like talks to her as a friend, which mm-hmm. I thought would have been interesting to see. Like if Well, Rapunzel it's not the
1: real Cassandra though. Like so it wouldn't necessarily- it's not the real Cassandra, so it wouldn't necessarily think of it. Well, I mean it's like not
0: the real Cassandra. Cassandra, but it's it's still her. Like, I mean it has mm. it acts just like her, so
1: mm, It's the dad's wish of what Cassandra would Even be. Even to like. the
0: point of being rude to Eugene. So the dad wishes she'd be rude to Eugene?
1: Well the dad doesn't have any love for Eugene. He used to try and catch Eugene and put him in prison, so
0: well, no, I think it's basically, it's like a side of Cassandra's personality. So I thought it would be interesting if she and Rapunzel had actually bonded. Like if Rapunzel had been like, Cassandra, why are you doing this now? And baby Cass would be like,
1: I don't know, Rapunzel. Or
0: like It would have been uh, cool kind of Baby
1: Cass wouldn't know about her future self, though. So that doesn't make sense.
0: I know. That's why she'd be like,
1: I don't know why I'm doing it. You need to help me, Rapunzel. She would say, I'm me. And like, you're crazy. <laughs>
0: But yeah, I thought that would have been cool to see.
1: Yeah, more Maybe, interaction.
0: And especially because Rapunzel was so torn up about Cass, I feel like seeing seeing her as such an innocent kind of good, her good self again would be, I mean, it was it was traumatic for her dad. I would think it would be pretty traumatic for Raps as well. But yeah. she doesn't really get into that. Which I guess, knowing that it's been months, I guess she's kind of compartmentalized that and put it behind her a bit maybe
1: possibly possibly yeah i don't know how did this episode rank for you in regards to the rest of the episodes of season three
0: um it wasn't my favorite but it wasn't my least favorite either i think it was i could have done without the lorbs but i it was it was they're they're kind of funny i mean i had forgotten about them so it was kind of Interesting to have a bunch of little people going, Oh
1: flutterflams, oh flutter weapons, oh mm, yeah. I think this was one of my least favorites. Well, it was definitely better than the scavenger hunt, the treasure hunting one. It was this definitely better than the treasure hunting one. But No
0: that no, that one was hilarious. That was one of the best episodes. <laughs> well
1: in my opinion. But not as good as the seal one, because the seals are just the best.
0: We have, we have very opposite opinions. Speaking of the scavenger hunt episode, um, since that was Feldspar's like big <laughs> episode, I just found out that Zachary Levi actually voices Feldspar, which I did not yeah, know. Yeah, you told me. Yeah, I thought that was really mm-hmm. funny. <laughs> yes. I hope they interact together before the show's over.
1: It's kind of like how Alex Hirsch voices, like, a lot of different characters on Gravity Falls, not just Uncle Stan.
0: Yeah, but, like, he voices Eugene, like, the handsome, rugged prince. And then he's also Feldspar, the most annoying human in Corona.
1: <laughs> no, I think Uncle Monty's the most annoying. At least to Rapunzel. <laughs> uh,
0: remember when Feldspar, when Feldspar eats the meat and then he chews it and swallows it and it comes back up. And he keeps chewing it.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. He's like a cow, chewing his cud.
0: Um, a few more things I had written down about this episode. I really like that hot air balloon is just the default method of travel now, it seems like, in Corona.
1: Yeah. Very fitting, since Rapunzel loves, like, the floating lanterns, now she kind of gets to be on a floating lantern and float into the sky. Oh. Her dream came her, true. When her
0: army goes to battle Cass, they're just going to have lanterns that they shoot.
1: Maybe that will bring Cass back to herself. Seeing all the beautiful floating lanterns.
0: Well, I mean, I think she is herself. Like, she's kind of justified in what she's doing to a point. And the <laughs> the blue the blue girl is, of course, um, egging her on. But I, I don't think Cassandra's hypnotized or anything. I think she is acting... In what she feels is her own best interest right now.
1: I'll have to think about that.
0: You wouldn't agree? I don't know. <laughs> that have, we'll save that for our big... Well, I, I guess we're not going to get to do another Cassandra Theory episode because her plotline will probably be resolved next week in the one hour special.
1: Yeah. I'm excited to see that. It's
0: kind of sad. I wanted to do another big long Cassandra <laughs> episode.
1: Well, we missed our shot.
0: Maybe we can do a Cassandra wrap-up. Yeah. I thought... Okay, one thing that I did really like about the episode was the dynamic between the captain and baby Cass. Um, It was just kind of interesting to get his perspective on what happened. He told Rapunzel that he felt like he had failed Cassandra. Not Mm -hmm. that she had failed. I mean, she failed Corona, but he had failed her as a father, which... I think was interesting, and just every every scene with him and baby Cass was just so sweet, and you could really tell how much it was hurting him to have to let her go.
1: Yeah, but I mean, it was because he needed to get back to his daughter in the real world, so not sorry
0: (laughs) yeah which which was it was good it was it was a good ending but it was just really sweet when he was and sad when i i was kind of getting sad when they were at the fountain and he was about to take that coin out and she was like daddy are you gonna are you leaving me it was it was sad Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah i mean I, i was fine uh, didn't, didn't bother me it wasn't, at all. Sad, brick.
1: it wasn't his real kid, so. But it was just not to a chicken anymore a and run away from the scary adult she'd become. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he just liked her naive, innocent self before she had powers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep.
0: Oh, I liked uh the nickname that Eugene gave to Cass. Do you remember the nickname that Eugene gave her? No. Little Miss Most Likely to Eliminate Us All in Our Sleep.
1: Oh, yeah. I thought that was funny, too.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that was pretty dark.
1: (laughs) That's why I thought of serial killer. Yeah, like, oh, I'm scared.
0: Okay, here's an interesting topic. I know we're getting a little long, but I had some good notes, so I want to, you know, the one time I take notes, I want to get them out there.
1: Well, I need to go pretty soon because I still have work too tonight.
0: Okay. Well, guess what? I have to edit this whole thing tonight. So blah blah blah. <laughs> um, He's being snarky. Just, just making more work for myself. But, um. So one thing that was kind of interesting is about halfway through, when Rapunzel realizes that Cass isn't a threat, she kind of says to herself, "If she's not dangerous, why should he have to lose her again?" And. I was kind of wondering what we thought about that, like if the curse wasn't happening and if it was mm-hmm. a good wish. What do you think the um, I don't know the ethics are of that, or the 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 what's our stance on if what we feel about him keeping his imaginary daughter if she wasn't a threat? Because Rapunzel seems to be coming down on the side of if it's not hurting anyone, then let him have it. I feel like well, she it would is have hurting just left someone. him there.
1: It's hurting Cass because he's not going to come find her if he thinks his imaginary daughter is Cass. And well, like, yeah, but Larian, he already tried
0: to and she rebuffed he him. He didn't really anyway. try, though. He didn't. Well, that's true, yeah.
1: And plus, you should always be just, available for your real kid before your imaginary kid.
0: He fought her with a sword and then commanded her to s- stand down and that was about it. Do you, I think he's a bad father. Can we say that?
1: No. No one is well.
0: Like he's yeah. always been really gruff with her and kind of very I mean he's, he's the captain bad. of the guard. So he's he's a busy Don't guy. You he remember never had time for The her. Father's Day. He doesn't show his emotions. The Parents well. Day
1: one. The Parents Day where he kept all the little toys she ever made him or whatever. I guess it wasn't an actual episode. It was a comic, I think, but still. <laughs>
0: Yeah, he's just not good at expressing emotion.
1: Yeah, and I feel like he totally would have told her who her mom was if she'd ever asked.
0: I think he is kind of right to blame himself for what Cass is doing because part of why she is lashing out like this and why she doesn't just kind of address her situation with Rapunzel is that he never modeled proper um, conflict resolution to her. He never modeled how to talk about your feelings like that. And so now Cassandra is a lot like him where she just bottles it up and then it comes out in violent combat.
1: Okay, don't parent blame here. Cass had other role models besides him. I mean, don't you think? No. Cass had other role models besides him. You don't think that the
0: man who raised her being emotionally distant, you think him being an emotionally distant father has nothing to do with her inability to address the situation properly with rap's?
1: it depends on how she was educated as a child if she went to school or if she was like just with the guard there's like some contributing factors there but no it's not all his fault Cassandra's responsible for her own actions no I'm not saying it's all
0: his fault obviously but I'm saying it's a big you can trace how she's acting in the present to how she was raised in the past
1: well until I can know more about how she was raised in the past I'm not going to draw the conclusion we
0: know, we've had three seasons. We know how she was raised in the past. He did not send her to school. She was just doing chores for the guard, you know, from a young age.
1: Mm, she would have had to go to school, I'm sure. Or at least some sort of school. Well, how did she learn so. to read and write? I think
0: I think the captain of the guard basically kidnapped her and just kind of made her <laughs> the slave of the guards after rescuing her from Gothel.
1: And that's very dystopian.
0: Okay. Um <laughs> Okay, another another interesting thing was it was just kind of weird how the wish was like everything will be great until sunset on the ninth day. And I was like, what? That seems so random and arbitrary.
1: Yeah. They, I think it was
0: <laughs> Usually in in fairy tales and stuff it's like the third day like the ninth day like I wonder what it was because they thought about. they'd have
1: more time cause they're like oh it's usually the third day oh I'm sure he didn't make his wish that long ago and then it was like psych <laughs>
0: yeah okay last la- okay two 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 things Um. one thing is I really like Cass's line to Eugene I thought Raps would have dumped you by
1: now oh I didn't hear that one either my my streaming is not very okay, good out you here. Are not watching? No, the Wi-Fi here isn't very good, and it kept pausing, and so I kept having to like pause it and unpause it, and it would like start again like a second later. So it wasn't playing very nicely for me tonight.
0: Okay, well I'll set the scene for you. Cassandra was taken on Eugene in the big fight, and they were doing their banter, and and Eugene was like, "Oh, another one of you," and and Cass was like. Well, you're still here, too. I thought Raps would have dumped you by now.
1: (laughs) That is pretty funny.
0: Which I found kind of funny. (laughs) It was definitely the real Cassandra. It wasn't the real Cassandra, but it was definitely her there. Her personality, her aura. Okay. It was basically like a clone of her, I feel like.
1: Lorb magic is so weird. A magical I'm, clone. I just was. Mm, 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 mm.
0: It wasn't the Lorb's magic. It was yeah, it the was. island's magic. What, right?
1: No, it was the Lorb who cursed it or who made the magic happen. Didn't you read that ancient hieroglyphic? Oh, Luderflaffen. <laughs> okay, Flute what was your second nothing? point? Oh my goodness! Stick to your second point. What was it? Um,
0: <laughs> Raps has had her authority undermined two episodes in a row now by uh, members of the palace guard. And I am more convinced than ever that the guard are going to commit a mutiny or something.
1: Well, they already kind of let the kingdom be taken over by bandits and variants. So that happened.
0: Yeah, yeah. But in the last episode, you know, they all went behind her back to hunt down the dragon. And then in this one, she literally orders the captain of the guard to, you know, undo this wish. And he's like, nope, sorry, I'm leaving.
1: Well, he's not really I mean, acting. She, he's kind that's of a pretty off, serious off duty.
0: breach of <laughs> protocol. I mean, he is the captain of the guard, and she is his commanding officer.
1: Well, the island is kind of like an alternate universe, and he wasn't really wearing his captain of the guard uniforms. So he was, like, off-duty. He was, like, in daddy mode. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs>
0: as long as I don't have my helmet on she can't tell me what to do well
1: they already had like left the kingdom they were in Corona and he was like off on his own adventure taking so? a hiatus So he's still the captain of
0: the guard
1: is he? he like abandoned his post I just found
0: <laughs> he didn't have... well he was distraught <laughs> But yeah, I just thought that was kind of interesting because I don't remember seeing that happen before then. Two episodes in a row, the guards go against her. It does make me curious for the, you know, the big battle that is going to be coming up next week with Cass. Mm -hmm. If the captain of the guard is being forced to choose between Raps and Cass, his own, I mean, adopted daughter, who is he going to side with?
1: Oh, definitely Cass.
0: Oh. (laughs) That could be interesting. Like the two of them at a standoff and the captain comes in the room and Raps is like, give me a hand. And Cass is like, give me a hand. And he helps Cass up and together they destroy Rapunzel.
1: Well, I mean, Eugene is going to be there to be the wingman for Rapunzel. So I'm sure it'll work out fine. And everybody's going to be happy.
0: He'll be too busy finding his moisturizer that Lance stole.
1: Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Eugene.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry. I have a backup bottle.
1: Oh, well, everybody, hopefully you're looking forward to next week's episode as much as we are.
0: Yes, our next stop isn't anywhere. Our next stop is cassandra's revenge the one hour special when rapunzel feels ready to settle down and begin living a normal life cassandra returns to corona with a score to settle
1: does that mean she and Eugene get engaged
0: that's what i was just thinking Ah! she's finally ready to settle down oh Oh my god what if what if Eugene proposes for the third time, but then before she can answer, Cassandra busts in and is like, no, Fitzherbert, she'll never say yes.
1: And then Eugene's going to be like, oh, Cass, we're only coming a few seconds later. Dang it. Yeah. Dang it.
0: But I'm really excited about that. I'm pretty sure it's the mids- the official mid-series finale. I mean, they're oh. going to air all the episodes in a bomb here, but I think this is technically intended to be the Aww. mid-season finale since it's a one-hour special. Huh, So well, I'm excited. i We're finally going to get our answers as to Cassandra and Rapunzel, and we're going to get some music, probably. We're going to get that rap battle, hopefully. Yep. But for now, let's wrap things up.
1: You can find us at currentconversations at gmail.com. I guess you'd be email us
0: Or continue the conversation on Twitter At Corona Podcast
1: And yeah we look forward to hearing from you Please rate and review us if you feel so inclined And have a great week
0: Tell your friends if you enjoy the yeah. podcast And make sure to join us next week Where we're going to have a lot to talk about
1: And remember not to be tempted to use any lore of magic Because it will just end in bad consequences After the first couple days
0: And do not be an emotionally distant parent.
1: (laughs) Okay. It's echoing. Right now? Yeah, it's been echoing the whole time.
0: How loud? I can hear it. How about now?
1: Um, no, I can't.
0: Oh, well, you could have just told me earlier and I could have fixed it.
1: Well, it's poop on you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh oh my goodness, I'm leaving that in.